Welcome to Rugby Uncovered. I'm Paul Rodriguez, and together with Tom Nash, we're speaking to Gerard Mullen from Harlequins Women's Rugby. Welcome to the show, Gerard. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks That's, for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, so we're really excited to have you on the show. You've taken over from Gary Street and Karen Finlay, uh, who were co-head uh, coaches at Quinns. Are you looking to continue with their their plan or were you looking to make big changes when you came in i think i think it's um look i, I think for me i probably i probably i came in and started the job in uh, in august um and probably we had i think five weeks before the um the start of the season um so for me it was very much i spent a lot of time kind of before starting the role, speaking to players, speaking to staff, watching games. Um, and probably just tried to, you know, you, you can't change too too much. You know, I think you could probably become undone if you tried to do that. So uh, I just tried to make a couple of little changes where I thought we could improve on and probably gradually, as the season's gone on, tried to maybe put my own style on things. Um, and you know, maybe longer term, we'll, we'll see more changes, but... I think for the short term, it probably tried to make make the squad better at some some simple things um, rather than wholesale changes. So, being a top tier team, do you focus on your own game, or are you looking at the other teams who are coming up the ranks and obviously all snapping at your heels because they they want to be they you're the you're the team to beat. You're the Coca Cola of the Premier Fifteens. Do you know what I, th- I think? Like it's a, it's a, another great question, and I think like it's. I think a lot of coaches probably you never really probably get that balance, you know, you know, fully correct. You you can go through periods where you're just gonna have a pure focus in yourself, you, you can get carried away and you can focus too much on the opposition. And and I probably you know, I, I haven't worked with female players before and it, it I'm learning as well, but and I think we're probably close now to getting the balance right. Um uh, in terms of focusing on ourselves and then in terms of how we get clarity of a plan. Um going into Saturday. But I do think it's very important that your plan going into Saturday does not change much week to week. Um, I'm a big believer of you train you train a way of playing and a philosophy of playing, and then you want to go and impose that on the teams you, you are coming up against. And, it's, and I really am trying to create a Quinn's identity of how we go about playing the game. So you're looking at consistency of the game, consistency of coaching, consistency of playing... Is, is is that is that what you're saying? Yes, I, I would say I, my main goal is to like this is how we want to go about playing the game. We train it, and then <clears throat> are we bring it to life on a Saturday with a couple maybe uh, emphasis on things the opposition might do that might present specific opportunities to us, but we won't change what we do too much. We'll just have maybe have a focus on one or two things. Oh, that's that's really interesting. So you have your own game and you have your own plan and you know how the other team might play. So you may change something, but you don't want to be derailed from your, your own strategy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and that's 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 the way we're going with it. I think it's working quite well at the moment and we've made some small changes around how we get a bit more clarity going into Saturday, but we'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep going with it and see, see what hopefully uh, works for us. Brilliant. The co-head setup at Quinn's prior to your arrival is that something that you're looking to are you looking to hire another coach to replicate that or was that just unique to gary street and karen finlay's position or, or their their own situation 
Yeah, again, look, I mean, I, I, I'm not too sure about over the past. I think Karen is still involved as forwards coach. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I think we'll probably do a review of the programme and kind of, again, I'm only in the job six, seven months. Um, and we just want to keep taking things forward and, and, being, and probably how can we create the best learning environment possible for the players to allow them to be the best they can be. And that's what you want. And that's what, that's what we want Harlequins to be. We want people to want to come here because they know we're going to make them a better person and a better player. Uh, and then ultimately we'll, we'll grow the game um, from a quality play perspective, from fans, and keep taking the women's game forward. Brilliant. I mean, it's been such a disruptive period for everybody and it must be extremely hard to come into a new team as well, given everything that's been going on and all the difficulties with social distancing and on top of having a new team to develop. Plus yeah, the pressure of it being such a, you know, a top tier team. Yeah, no, for sure. I won't, I won't lie. You know, it has been, it, it has been very tough at times. And I think in particular, maybe the last, the last few months have been really tough. Um, with everything going on, like you said, and, and being new and trying to build culture and, and new ways of playing with the team, or by it's tough to get that interaction, and you can't really, you know, we're probably even missing that ability to to have a beer after the game, and and just just small stuff like that, which really helps. It's obviously very hard for me coming in new, not being able to do that. Um, but I must say, look, I think we've all we've all adapted well, and everyone is, you know, we're not moaning about it. We're, we're lucky to still be in a situation where we're playing rugby. So we just got to get on with it and, and do our best. But um, look, it hasn't been easy, but it is what it is, I suppose. Yes, absolutely. Well, Gerard, thank you so much. It's absolutely brilliant. I'm going to hand over to Tom. So thank you. Hi, Gerard. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. I hope you're well too. Um, my first question, because I wasn't clear on the um, the background to your um coming to Queen's last year, uh, did you coach men and women at Loughborough? No, uh, my my previous role at Loughborough, I, I was the head coach of the men's programme at Loughborough, so I've, um, I have I hadn't coached in the, in the female game uh, prior mm -hmm. to this role. I had done, I held out with the Loughborough Lightning team on a, on a handful of occasions, but it, nothing, you know, nothing in a major. And, and what was it that made you want to coach women rather than men? You know what? I mean, I, I think um, if you asked me a couple of years ago, I, I probably, I, I, I probably wouldn't have come into my my head. But you know, I think um, I think it's definitely making me a more rounded coach. Um, I have, I'm having to develop different aspects of my coaching. I'm getting challenged in in different ways. So yeah, I, I, th I think I am becoming a better coach from the experiences. Um, I think also coming to a club like Harlequins where there's great um, like crossover with the men's program and all that. So the ability to learn, develop and get new ideas. And I probably felt maybe at Loughborough I had in my latter latter stages maybe stopped progressing as much as I, I'd hoped. So mm -hmm. I think coming into a fresh environment, I feel like I really am learning and, and developing again. Okay, now the, now the, the awkward question. You, when you joined, you, you talked about becoming more rounded and that being a, a, a catalyst for you joining um, Harlequins. What is the difference in, a, in a, a men's training session and a women's training session, as far as you're concerned? Um, again, it's, 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 a, it's a, um, 
it's a, it's a tough question. It's a, it's a good question. I think, um, I, th- I think the females, which is a good thing, you know, that they, they like more specifics and, and more, and more clarity and more understanding around things. So that challenges me to ensure for like, you know, every session, every analysis, every game, everything is that I'm doing my best to simplify and keep everything as specific as possible. And that maybe highlights me and maybe that is a work on for me that, um, you know, and, and that's, and that's what I'm trying to do. Now, can I make things as short and simple as possible? How can I make the message as clear as possible? And that will, and I think I, even if, I don't know, I don't know where my future and coaching is going to go. Will I say in the women's game, will I go back to the men's game eventually, who knows, but I think regardless of where I go, I, I will, you, you, I will bring that with me in terms of how I can be as specific and clear as possible in my messaging. We've been watching the, the Premier 15s for a couple of years now, and every game we have seen, we've, we've has touched on what you've just said, that there is more, it's not necessarily intelligence, but there is more thought that goes into the, um, the, 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 these women's individual and team games as you watch them. They, they, maybe it's because it's not 100% familiar, but they are thinking about what they're doing, and, and that comes across in every game we've seen. Yeah, I, I think I think the um the, the quality of the league is is really coming on. The quality of the player is is massively coming on. Um, I think the quality of coaching in the league is really developing, which is I think that's a massive a massive uh, a kind of catalyst for I think what you're saying there. Um, mm. And I think the the more and more top coaches you can get in the women's game, then that'll be the better for for the product and the development of the um of the players. And I think as well, like the the, the quality of, of the pathways and then the coach and the girls are getting a younger age and I was also starting to um to improve. So I do think it's just gonna keep going from from strength to strength in terms of you know the professionalism, the the, the physicality, the quality of the athletes, the level of coaching, the understanding, the style of plays, all that stuff um will just breed good news for the game. Yeah, the the, the quality, the standard in the top half of the division is is almost unrecognisable compared with when we started looking at it. It's, it's, it's so impressive the way it's evolved, the way it's developed. I've never seen anything like it, to be honest, in, in women's sport. And, I, and I've watched football and cricket and netball and hockey, and this has just happened more quickly than any of those sports, in, in my opinion. Um, yeah. No, I agree. It's, really been, it's been rapid. It's been rapid for sure. And hopefully it can, you know, it might plateau a bit eventually, but hopefully it can keep at a at a reasonable speed, you know. And you returned to winning ways at the weekend at Sale, which um, must have delighted you. Yeah, look, we had a, I think we, obviously when, we, when the league restarted, we had to, we, we started off with two losses against Exeter and then, um, and then Loughborough and then obviously we got, on, got, got, on, got over the line against Wasps and then um, obviously had a good performance against Sale on the weekend. Mm. So, I think like we probably got caught cold a bit against Exeter. Um, a big break, you know. They probably were a bit more. They had some more games kind of to us in, in the in the run up to that fixture. Um, you know, we've had a lot of injuries, and, and but as of everyone, that's not an excuse. Um, but as a positive, some people have got some game time and really stepped up of late. And and for me, the message is we're just we're just building to those playoffs now and and those knockouts at the end of the season. So hopefully we can making sure we get a top two spot to get, make sure we get that home semi-final. Um, but we want to make sure we're peaking for those games. And that's when it's most important, you know? 
but but with with Susie Appleby at, at Exeter and and, and with uh, Gloucester Hartbury and Bristol, you've got you've got three uh, and Wasp to some extent. You've got I beg your pardon, um, uh, Worcester Warriors. You've got these teams who are pushing for the top four now, which really wasn't the case last year. You've got six or seven teams who could be in the top four. It's it's really exciting. Yeah, again, and that's and that's what the league needs. You know, it's. It's never good for any competition that you know if, if there's just a complete disparity um, in the competition. So people people want to see viewers want to see tight contested games, and that's what makes it exciting when uh, people put everything on the line to to get a win. Um, and I think, like I previously mentioned, I think the reason for that is I think because the quality of coaching and infrastructure around these teams is is really improving, and. Mm. Yes, yes, fine. Some teams can have better players and better individuals, but you know, I think people are starting to learn that if teams are well coached and have a good plan together and a good process and a good culture, but then anything is possible. Um, yeah. And they're the biggest changes, I think, in, in the women's game. Sure. Gerard, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. Um, we wish you all the best this coming weekend and uh, fingers crossed for the rest of the season. No worries, guys. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. You. Absolutely brilliant. Bye bye. Bye. And thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.